Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Kura. I love you, Bear. This is episode 83 of the Bear and Kura podcast. We're going to talk about the arts. The government shouldn't grant money to museums and art galleries. Do you agree? Mm, I, I, I don't see why not. I think they, I mean, they, they, they donate money to a lot of other things that I didn't think are pointless. Hmm. But sometimes, you know, too much government's meddling in people's businesses. I, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, do you think? I remember going to the Kansas City Art Museum and the docent there was pointing out all of these paintings from kings and queens and popes and whatever and i asked the docent well there's lots of pictures of all this royalty and whatever but there's no not very many pictures of just ordinary common people <sighs> and she said artists had to have a patron well, yeah. art on its own they didn't really sell art back then and even if they did the art wasn't a big commodity until after the artist died. Mm. So in order for an artist to survive, they had to have a patron, a rich person who could support them and, you know, give them a place to live and food to eat and whatever. And in return, they would paint pictures, paintings of their family and whatever the, whatever the patron wanted. Mm. So there weren't a whole lot of commissions for ordinary people. Okay. And ordinary people, the only place that they saw art was in the church. Mm-hmm. They didn't they, they didn't have art in their homes. Yeah. So um, I think it's important to have art accessible to people. Mm-hmm. People who can't otherwise afford it. Yeah. No, I agree with you. Because you can't, you know, that's why you need museums, I would say. Because... You know, other than that, you'd, you'd, you'd be stuck to the rich or the, the elite, don't you think? Yeah. So. There's a whole lot of art out there that's in private collections that will never be seen by anybody. Oh, yeah. There's most, probably most of it is out there like that. You know what I mean? You have these multi-millionaire, billionaire art collectors. You know what I mean? How many times do you see that uh, on the news where they're like, oh, this ancient, this piece of artwork was discovered in such and such because it's been missing forever, and it was a private collector had it, or mm-hmm. so, and then you, you see a lot of these um, auctions from these auction houses where these people will buy these pieces of art, and, and wasn't it Banksy that did one where it was, uh, or was some sort of artist where basically it was an auction house, and the guy bought it, and it, it timed out or something like that. Where Okay, I remember that case. Banksy did do an art piece and it was commissioned. And Banksy, I, I don't, nobody knows nobody if Banksy did. is a man or a woman. They don't not, know. Not that it matters. But Banksy said, this is temporary art. Mm. Just just like the graffiti. Mm. So um, when um, when the piece was auctioned and, and somebody won, I, I don't know who, somebody got the art. There was a shredder that was part of the frame of the artwork, and as soon as the bidding was done and it was it paid for, it. it shredded itself. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> it's 
Sorry, that's that's terrible, but it is awesome. You know what I mean? Kind of says a lot about society, though. I think. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it'd be nice to be that rich where you can actually, you know what I mean? But I think art is for the people, so it needs to be shared. It should be. Yes. Yeah. So I guess I guess we're both for money being granted by the government then. The government isn't in in the business of supporting artists no. like they used to. There have been way too many politicians who've tried to make a career out of saying that the government is wasting money supporting artists. Yeah. So a, a lot of that support comes from private funds. Private funds. Yeah. But there is still some government art out there. Okay. The state should not subsidize artists. Um, no, I'm, it kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. Now, in this case, I, I guess we're talking about artists directly and not, not yeah. museums. Yeah, I, that's hard to say, you know, because so much art comes down to personal choice and what you think is art and what's, what's good art and what's bad art. So having the government sit there and, or, you know, your state government tell you, we're, I'm spending your tax dollars on this. What about, like, um, public TV? That's true, too. Now, the uh, Corporation for Public Broadcasting, the, the group that does the fundraising for that, I think something like 80% of it is not government funds. It's private, private uh, funds. donations. But there is some government. And I, when a politician sees that the government is spending money, the politician thinks that they should have the, the say on whether it gets spent or not. Okay. I don't know. I mean... I, I think I don't think it should be. I don't think the government should subsidize money for specific artists. Because who's to say who gets money and who doesn't? Uh, who gets to say which museums get money and which don't? Yeah, but museums have a collection of art. Artists do their own art. You're 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 comparing kind of apples to oranges. I mean, a museum has a gallery of different artists, whereas. And oftentimes, artists will donate their art to a museum. museum. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you subsidize money for a particular artist, you're getting just that artist's work. Mm -hmm. So you see what I'm saying? Um, we were at the art museum yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, there was an artist. What was his name? Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Something, William Johnson? He, um, I don't know if he was commissioned to do them, but he did paintings of all kinds of Freedom political and, and historical figures. Mm -hmm. I would suspect that some of that was government funded. I, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. From what I've read, it didn't really say. Uh, I mean, he had to make a living somehow. Yeah, but I don't know. I really don't know. It didn't say. I didn't know the government was into doing that. Oh yeah, especially uh, during the depression, the, the WPA funded all kinds of artists to do all kinds of art. Really? Hmm. Over by North High is a municipal park, mm -hmm. and there's a bridge there that has sort of an art deco yeah. stuff on the, the bridge, mm -hmm. and I think the school does too. And I believe all of that was funded by WPA during oh, well. the Depression. Hmm. I know what bridge you're talking about. I used to live over by there. A lot of folk art and folk artists weren't ever going to make enough money to support themselves. Mm -hmm. It probably would have died out if it wasn't for WPA. Huh. That's interesting. Of course, we don't have that anymore, but mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's a good thing. Yeah. It's a shame. I mean, there's so many artists out there that are really good that are starving artists. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They, they can't make a living. They do other things and just kind of... Or people still patron. They're still patrons of the art. 
Yeah. I would, uh, I'm, I don't know if I would want to guess what percentage of, of money is patrons and what part is, is actual sales. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's, um, it's definitely interesting, though. It's, uh, but, I mean, you know, like, we, we go to the art museum, but I know one of the main reasons we go is that it's free. What, yeah. What we go is often if it costs money. When we go at all, if it costs money. Well, kind of like the zoo, we would probably get a membership where we could go whenever we want. Yeah, that's true. You can't really consider the zoo to be art, I, I don't think. But, I don't know, in a, a, rear, a, a weird roundabout way, I suppose it is. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Modern art isn't really art. I wholeheartedly disagree with it. You do? Yeah. Art's subjective. What you consider art is something that someone else might not consider art. Well, I don't think you get to decide what is art and what isn't art. The, mm. the artist does. Yeah. And if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. So, you know, I mean, there's probably artists that were back in the day that were shunned for what they did. And mm. now, you know, now they're loved. Well, when you see a painting that has some purple polka dots or uh, it's a bunch of orange squares, you, you know, it is a canvas with something on it, but it's not a painting. Of, it's not a landscape. It's not somebody's portrait or whatever. It's just it's just shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see why people would say that's not art. Yeah, but, but that's, like I said, art's subjective. You, you might not think it's art, but someone else does. It doesn't speak to you, so you don't think it's art. It doesn't mean it's not art. You know what I mean? That's, mm-hmm. that's your opinion. You might not like it, but it still doesn't discount it. It's just, like I said, it's just really subjective. I think whoever came up with this statement, it, it really thinks that art is just landscapes and portraits. Portraits, yeah. Yeah. All right. Films are never as good as the original books. Well, that's a different kind of art. Very different kind of art. In most cases, books follow in detail uh, uh, an event or an experience, not only um, giving the dialogue, but also description and how the characters are feeling and everything. You can't convey that in film. Mm-hmm. Well, and it also comes down to the way the reader reads it, how they picture it in their own mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the way characters' names are pronounced. You know, there's a, there's a joke that uh, the Harry Potter books, one of the characters' name is Hermione. Well, when he read the books, he thought her name was Hermione her, her her or something <laughs> like that. So when, after reading all the books where that was her name, then going to see the movies, he was flabbergasted and it kind of it caught him off guard at first. It's just, it's just, and then like, you know, I've read plenty of books where I picture this way in my mind and then it comes out of the movie. I'm like, oh, that's a different way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it has to do with your own. And it's, difficult to get all the nuances of a of a novel into a movie mm-hmm. i mean they are starting to do two and three hour movies and i, I can't i can't handle that well the harry all the harry potter movies were like three hours long and there's seven of them no if it wasn't for home video i, I don't think that that would and you st- i still can't get you to watch the harry potter movies no probably not no <laughs> um, but in a, in a theater there's no way i'm going to go to a two or three hour movie i cannot Go that you, long you won't that. go to an hour and a half. I don't think no. you would go to a half-hour show at a movie theater. <laughs> so I've given up on that a long, long mm. time ago. 
I would prefer to watch it on my big screen when I can press pause anytime I want. Mm -hmm. Well, don't you think it takes away from it, though, if you go see something in the theater, or you just don't care um, that much? Comedy is often better in a group experience. Yeah. Um, but uh, other films, um, you, you just can't compare books to movies. Uh, yeah. It's, well, it's a different, it's a completely different source. And oftentimes, um, for the so that it doesn't end up being a five-hour movie, they'll drop entire characters from a film. Mm -hmm. And then, or, you know what I mean? Or just parts, like you, like you said, they don't think they're that important and they get put by the wayside. Most directors are constantly thinking, does this add to the to, to the story? Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't add to the story, it gets cut. Yeah. And, and then I know there's certain parts of books that I've read and I'm like, that's part of my favorite part of the book. And then I watch the movie and I'm like, what the hell, you completely cut that out. Mm. So, my absolute favorite book is Johnson Livingston Seagull, mm -hmm. and it was made into a movie. Mm -hmm. And in the book, Jonathan thinks to himself a lot, mm -hmm. and you know says things to the other gulls and whatever. If if they couldn't have done voiceovers in that movie, it would just be a, an hour and a half of seagulls flying around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, can have you, you, have, you have to adapt to the medium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the the thoughts that he have are are quite profound, and that that's why it's such a good book. Mm -hmm. it, it didn't translate very well into a movie. Mm. I keep falling asleep when I watch the movie. I've never read the book or the seen the movie. Hmm. Okie dokie. We should stop giving prizes for the arts. No, I disagree. I think they should be awarded. Because if you do that, then you, you, you stop giving prizes away for poetry, writing, visual, sound. I mean, all of those, if you stop giving prizes, music. Well, um, I'm thinking more how commercialized the Grammy Awards, the Country Music Awards. Mm -hmm. it, it is art. You're talking about art. Mm -hmm. But it's so commercialized. The only artists who are going to be up for a Grammy are the ones that the music industry wants to promote. Oh, yeah. It's, so they can make more money. It's been like that for years. So uh, awards aren't really um, about... It's, it's not about appreciating the, the artists so much anymore it's, as it's it is the, as the promoting the industry. industry. Yeah. I mean, you do see every once in a while, though, now, like... Like, I think it was a year or two ago, Bonnie Ray won something for a, a song, and everyone got their panties in a bunch about it because it wasn't a top 50 hit, but it was, a, it was a very good song. And people were just flabbergasted that she won because she probably deserved it more than hmm. the, 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 the chart topper. So, I mean, and I mean, that's exactly what awards are supposed to supposed be. Supposed to be. So, I mean, but, you know, you do still get the awards too, where it might not be the album of the year, but. It's, you know, you'll be like, there's some artists will come on TV and they're like five time Grammy Award winner. And I'm like, I don't even know who that is, but it's for folk or, you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's still there for the smaller, smaller quote unquote people. So they just don't get televised and get the big hoopla about them like everybody else. True. I, I think the Emmys have hundreds of categories mm -hmm. and most of them don't ever, they are on the show. Yeah, well, people are sheep. They're just going to watch what, you know what I mean? It's like the Oscars. There's there's a ton of Oscars out there, but they never make it on the, the actual mm -hmm. show. 
but you know, you have like the cinematographer. You know, I mean, they they show the cinematographer for the best film and stuff like that. But there's a ton of awards that are won that are just never shown anymore. And I don't know. Um, it's sort of like a participation trophy. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are legitimate reasons for doing things like that. Um, when I was younger, my mother and my sister and I would. Um, arrange flowers and put them in flower competitions and in every one of those they had a division for like 12 and under Mm. and there are thousands of different categories for uh, flower arrangements Mm. and what they would do is they would they would divide up all of the entries for those kids and spread them out so that every Every, Every entry got award. either a first, second, or third. Depend, they, they would m- switch them in the categories to make sure that they all got an award. Okay. Which, I don't know. And that's a whole other debate right there. For You're not really appreciating the, the, the art at that point. No. But you are, I guess you're encouraging children. To, yeah. You know, it's, I'm, not, I'm not for participation trophies. I mean, hmm. but I'm also, I was a competitor. I mean made me want to win more when I didn't win. If I didn't get a medal, you know what I mean? It made me strive to work harder to get that medal. Well, it would seem to me when you have recognition like that, all that would do would be um, make one person or one team very happy and piss off all the rest of them. Yeah. Well, when it's just one gold medal or... Well, everybody knows second place is just the first loser yeah. and the third place is the second loser. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first medal that I ever won was a bronze medal, and it meant a lot to me. Hmm. And I mean, we were third best, but we beat, gosh, I think there was 20 total boats in, in that category. So we were third out of 20 boats. So 17 teams went home pissed. Pissed. Yeah. But we beat them. It was fair and square, you know what I mean? It was hmm. all on the same playing field, so... But that's a whole other discussion we need to get hmm. into. Sports is not art. I don't care what anybody says. No, no. No. There's no need to read the book if you can just watch the film. No. Like we said earlier, a book brings a different feel to it than a movie. It's a whole different field of art. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, and then you're reading a book also brings into your own uh, imagination. And the experiences you're having when you read it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When you're in love and you read a love story, it's totally different than... When you're not in love. Yeah. Yeah. So I wholeheartedly disagree with that. Unless you're, you know, you have an assignment. What about audiobooks? I, I don't have time to, to read a book anymore. I just don't have, I have too many projects that I have to do. But no. when when I'm driving or showering or whatever, I'll listen to an audiobook. I guess you're still getting the gist of it. Well, you're, you're getting every bit you're of the, every the printed bit of word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... It takes much longer than than, than reading. Yeah, um, I think that's fine. Then you? Yeah, and people know that a film just doesn't cover everything in, in a story. So if you you're interested in that story and you want to know more, you can read the book. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you say if you read Cliff Notes? That's worse than watching the film. Yeah. I agree. And I think it's funny when people actually do do that because you don't really get the gist of the book and I just think you're short yourself. Yeah. And you're getting a summarized answer. I'm thinking of 
there are times when people talk about uh, a famous novel like everybody should have read that and I have it and I'll look it up on Wikipedia and it'll give me a pretty good synopsis. I don't think I've ever gone and bought a book because I read about it on Wikipedia but <clears throat> in these fast-paced days I, I guess it's better than not doing anything and just being ignorant of the story. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. That's but, one way of looking at it. Yeah. Sometimes people, and some people just don't like to read, or like you said, you just don't have time. Mm-hmm. So. I can't remember the last time I read a book. I mean, you probably could, but, I mean, you're constantly reading all your feeds on your computer. Yes. So if you there, want to... There are little spoonfuls of information that I get You can stop doing that and read a book, but mm-hmm. I know you prefer to do that, so... Mm-hmm. I like to keep up on what's going on. Yeah, so... Okay. We shouldn't teach art and music in schools. We definitely should teach art and music in schools. I believe so. I think that's up for debate. Oh, uh, there there are plenty of people who say, oh, and we shouldn't have civics either. Yeah. We should only teach kids uh, survival skills to, to get by in the world. How to how to make a list to do a project, or how, how to cook, or how to balance a checkbook, although nobody balances a checkbook no. anymore. And, you know, so they feel that art and music is just a waste of time. They're, they're learning stuff that they'll never use. Hmm. Yeah, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I, yeah, I don't think there's much debate on, I mean, between not us. between us. Between anyway. us, yeah. yeah. Art and music should not be taught in schools except as an optional extracurricular activity. Hmm. I, no, because then you'd have parents out there who believe what we were just talking about, where... No, you're not going to take art, or you're not going to take this, because you won't need it, blah, 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 blah. And I think you're just hindering the, your kids if you tell them they can't do that. Yeah, yeah, try telling them they can't have sports unless it's an extracurricular activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's going to. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, sports are extracurricular activities. You sign up for those. They're not well, part of school. I mean, if they say you can't have gym class anymore. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm... A well, well-rounded person should experience everything, I guess. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. You'll find out you want to do something else. Mm-hmm. So, like for instance, calculus. Did you take calculus? No. But how about algebra? Mm-hmm. Did you ever use anything no. that you learned in it? No. See, I use it every day in my programming job. Well, yeah, yeah. So the representation of things is what programming is mm-hmm. i don't know that i really appreciated that when i was in school taking mm-hmm. algebra and calculus yeah yeah it's it's kind of funny how you look back on things in hindsight's 2020 you know things that i mean i wish that i took it more seriously i wish that i still had my textbooks from civics class the the history classes and and stuff mm-hmm. um, but especially civics because when we talk about, you know, how did the Supreme Court get to this point? I mean, we, we learned about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The Teapot Dome scandal and things like that. Uh, if What's that saying? If you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. repeat it, yep. So uh, kids need to learn all that stuff, too. Yeah, I agree. They won't necessarily think it's necessary, and their parents probably don't either. But in the end, it's a better society when, when, when people are informed yeah i agree 100 percent. now we have film there's no point in theater well i disagree with that i agree i disagree with that completely too it's a different kind of art form 
different kind of medium. Well, um, also the um, the the ambiance of it is different. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I would say that in most cases, people who are seeing a play in a theater probably already know the story. Mm. They're 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 not going to learn you know something new from it. What they're enjoying is the um, the actors the actor's interpretation of the character. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows what happened in, um, in early America, but people go to see Hamilton just mm-hmm. to see how it was performed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like even something you even said about everyone knows how Romeo and Juliet ends, but people still go see that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and reading, like, reading a play is much more difficult. What do you mean? Why is it more difficult? Then instead of a novel, they're just it's it's because it, there's. Oh well, mainly because all you're hearing is all you're reading is the dialogue. Yeah. There's there's usually not much description. Yeah. But no, I so, don't. I think theater definitely is a necessity. Not I mean none of this stuff is a necessity. But I don't think. When's the last time you went to a play? Oh God, it's been years. Me too. I would love to go. I would, you know what I mean, but I just. It's one of those out of sight, out of mind type of things. But I see these things coming on, you know, for a century two here in town. And there's times where I'm like, oh, I think that would be fun. But I can't get you to go watch a movie, let alone, I don't mm-hmm. think I could talk you into going to the theater. Mm-hmm. So, would you actually go to a theater? I have. In college, my college roommate was a thespian. Okay. Would you go to a play with me? Um. Yeah, I guess. If it didn't cost too much. No. Okay. It's just something to keep in mind in the future that we could do mm. together. I mean, I've even gone to a hockey game, so... I would, yeah. I would go to a play before I would go to another <laughs> hockey game. I thought you liked a hockey game. It was okay. Yeah. Especially since we got to sit in, in, in the back and nobody threw popcorn at us or yeah. anything. Yeah, mostly too crowded. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd like to do that again. Go away. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> There should be no censorship of the arts. Mm. But think of the children. Yeah, but once you... It's hard to say. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't think there should be. I mean, but who's to say what I think is art and what other person is think is art? What I might find offensive, someone else might not. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the million but, moms, you know. It's always, but think of the children. Yeah. Well, um... The, the people who should be censoring children are their parents. Are their parents, exactly. It shouldn't mm-hmm. come down to... Not some school board. Yeah. So. Now, of course, some art is definitely meant to uh, pander to a purulent interest. Mm-hmm. But um, the Supreme Court made a pretty good definition of pornography, and so we can define it and we can keep it out of, out of sight of, of children. Okay. So I'm not really talking about pornography, but, well, for instance, lately, a a lot of school boards have, the positions have been taken over by various Christian groups, and the school board says, uh, we we don't want any talk about uh, gay people. Mm -hmm. We want to, we don't want children to be exposed to the concept that gay people even exist. Yeah, don't say gay. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So... Yeah, so... Uh, it should be the parents who make that decision. 100%. Yeah. 
You know, you know what I mean? That would be like my niece and nephews not ex- not not knowing my situation or knowing that I exist because I'm gay. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's just absolutely asinine, in my opinion. Or you know what I mean? That that me and you are married, and that you know they you know they have two uncles. So, <laughs> but yeah, it, like you said, it should come down to the parents. It shouldn't come down to society to censor it. And even when parents are involved, it should be for just their own children. It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be one parent somewhere who stops an entire book series yeah, because know, there's or, a or scene. Even, even the majority of them, like, you know, say it's at a school and 60% of the parents that don't agree with the literature or the art that's being taught. So they're all out now. You know what I mean? I don't. No, I don't. So if it came down to a vote and 60% of them said no, the, 40, the other 40% would be out. No, should, basically, I'm agreeing with you that it comes down to individual parents. Parent in your house. Yeah. If parents don't like the way their kids are being taught in schools, then... Take them out. To, yeah. Homeschool. Homeschool them. Yeah. Although, that's really bad for the kids. Yeah. Because all you're doing is perpetuating... Hey. Well, you the, could be. The parental stereotypes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it really depends. I mean, some, some homeschool kids could probably pretty good it really depends upon the parent but most people who homeschool have their own ideology yeah and they're probably not really qualified to be teachers no no not at all hmm. okay disney films provide bad role models for children definitely you think so almost all disney movies have some truly evil character yeah but they also have some truly really good characters in them too so uh Gee, maybe this is not a black and white issue. Yeah. Well, none of this is really a black and white issue. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can read into anything. You know a I mean? lot of people are upset that Disney movies now mention gay people. Well, that's part of the world today, so... Actually, it was always part of the world. Yeah, it's just more in the forefront. So you were being tongue-in-cheek when you said mm-hmm. Okay, I was about to say. No, I... I think no. I... Well, on on the face of it, that statement is true. Disney films provide bad role models for children, but you can learn. Um, how's that how's that saying go? Um, I, I'm not totally useless. I can always be used as a bad example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, there's Disney movies that I hold near and dear to my heart. Growing up, you know what I mean. That I still love to this day. Lion King, love it. You know what I mean. Uh, and he had just a tor- horribly evil character who... Scar. Who killed his father. Killed his father, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? The movie still makes me cry to this day. You know, I'm 50 years old. I will still cry when Mufasa dies. And when Bambi's mother dies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, getting shot by the hunter. But, I mean, it kind of teaches you a lesson, too, that that's what happens in real life. And, mm-hmm. in a, you know, in a, in a cartoonish way, it teaches lessons. But, yeah, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find many parents that would say get rid of all Disney movies you know and then if you don't like it don't freaking watch it mm-hmm. that's my thing turn it off that's what the power button's for change the channel don't go to put, the movie put it back on Fox News and yeah if you want to bury your head in the sand you know I mean just change it then but you you shouldn't have to ruin it for everybody else but everybody says they're 
the, those people say that um, they're looking out for the, the interests of everyone else by banning these these things that they don't like. But I don't want those people making decisions in my life. But I think it's funny, too, because that side of the government is also the side that says they, they like smaller government and government not being involved, but yet mm -hmm. they're the ones that'll meddle in everybody else's freaking business. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's it, the hypocrisy is mind-blowing anymore. So let's not even go down that road, because <laughs> I can feel my blood pressure rising right now. <laughs> All right, it looks like we're done. Yeah? Yep. Okay, so what is your favorite joke right now? I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. You're reading a book about anti-gravity, mm -hmm. okay? It's impossible to put down. Oh, God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I thought you didn't read books anymore. Right. It's just a joke. <laughs> I know. All right. We hope you've enjoyed episode 83 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This is Bear. This is Kura. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.